Welcome to the show. It's yet another episode of I Have Been Through the Most podcast just for you. So before we get started, please make sure that you subscribe. We are very excited because it's a road to 200k subscribers. So if you're not a subscriber, do it right now. Thank you so much for watching all the episodes. Today we bring you an exclusive never heard before story. Oh yes, and if you're listening on Spotify or, you know, Apple Podcasts, make sure that you subscribe, you follow and uh thank Thank you also to you guys on YouTube for showing us all the love. We see it, but today we have another incredible woman <laughs> with an amazing story. And sure. one one thing about this show, right? Yeah. We don't just bring you like amazing stories, yes. but those stories will literally leave inspire you, you inspired mm-hmm. um, to continue living your life to the fullest. Today we have Ntlamolo Ndlovu. And uh, she has been through, through the, the most. most. And she's here to tell the story. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Finally, thank right? You You've been watching other people on the show. Today, no, what? Yay. I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Tell us about your story. Thank you for having me. So then um, I went to study in TUT Bulugwani campus and then I completed my diploma in entrepreneurship. After completing, uh, I mean, I can say before completing because we have to do uh, three months practicals. Okay. So I was uh, fortunate enough, Kubani Kumam leadership that was for a year. And then after completing, I went back uh, to graduate. I was invited for graduation. So then um, we went to graduation, attended the graduation. I was very beautiful. Oh. <laughs> and then Who did you go with to the graduation my, ceremony? My mother and my father. So my mother works this side. My father works um, Alipoop. So then um, after the graduation... Me and my mother took takes back to Johannesburg. Okay. So then uh, after we have passed Mukupani, approaching to Mukupung, we were involved in a car accident. Sure. Mm. And then um, after being involved in a car accident, um, I passed out, you know, when car accident happened. And then when I woke up, I borrowed the phone from one of the paramedics to call my father that, hey, it's an accident. So fortunate enough, so he was shocked. Oh, you're always like this because you know that I'm a talkative person, yeah. I'm a bubbly person. So I was like, I'm serious. This is not so even So he my... thought you're joking because yeah, you're always joking exactly. around with him. Yes. So then um, what happened, I, I was like, this is not even my phone. I borrowed uh, a phone from one of the paramedics and then I passed out. So, yeah, just like that, it was very heartbreaking because, you know, graduation is like um, more similar to, to, to wedding. Mm-hmm. So you can't be uh, getting married the next minute you are in, in a car accident. It doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah, that is so sad. Mm, I think it's, sad. it's it's one of the happiest days in your life. Exactly. And so it's like, sure. I never experienced that happiness. Actually, that the the, 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 the the thing that was meant to be my happiness, it's now, I don't know how to put it. It's, I don't know how to put it. 
I don't even know how to describe it because I have to live with this pain for the rest of my life. From the day that I was supposed to be happy, it's undescribable. Sure. So tell us what happened um, in the event after the car accident. Um, what what was your mom like? How were you? What was the condition? Did you guys come out of the accident and what? Did you go to hospital? Take us through that. Thank you. That was a very good question. So mm-hmm. what happened um, after passing out when I woke up in the car accident of uh 17 passengers it was me and my mother who were left in the car just Mm. the two of us the other one were just rolling down with blood somewhere dead and then it was a head-on the car um the car that bumped into us it was a private hyundai if i'm not mistaken those people that died and they got bent all of them i think there were four people and then uh, when I woke up, remember I was from graduation wearing a new wig. And then when I woke up, I was like to the um, Paramedic. paramedics. I was like, I'm from, I'm coming from graduation. That's my certificate. That's Aww. my wig. <laughs> Can you please take those to, uh, with me? And then they did that along with my bag. I never expressed any pain. I never felt any pain. My mind was on, Mm, like, it's my graduation. I still have to celebrate this when I get home with my friends and with my family. So immediately when I woke up, my mom was crying. I no longer have legs. I've lost my legs Mm. because she was also... Um, badly injured. I think she was scared. Or oh, yes, it was panic. Exactly, because we have never had accident before. Yeah. So then uh, they took us to hospital and then um, I don't know what happened from there. They transferred us to the other hospital and then um, after being hospitalized um, for three weeks, I lost my mind and then my mind came after two weeks. I couldn't even know this is my father, this is my auntie. I couldn't even, yeah. like I lost memory to a point where they have to, what do they call this? Handcuff you. Yes, exactly. Sure. For three weeks up until I gained my conscious back. So was that because of trauma? Or, or, I mean, what did the doctor say? What was the reason for, for you to, to lose your memory? Yes, I have asked them that. What if in the future I lose it again? They were mm. like, it's not going to happen. It always happens. Okay. So mm. you are lucky that you, you gained your memory very fast. So, so you didn't was get a head tr- injury? Nothing. nothing. So the thing is, I don't know what happened uh, on the scene. Uh, when, the, when I woke up, I was like this. And then when I papama, I was on top of a, of a dead man. The man was dead. Imagine the trauma that I have to yeah. live with for the rest mm. of my life. Yeah. Mm. I'm sorry about that. It's okay. That, that is trauma. So the, the th- mm. after the three weeks oh. that, that um, you were handcuffed, now, now what? What happened then? Okay, after that, after I was regaining my memory, but not fully regained, they took me from ICU because I stayed mm. in ICU for for three weeks. And then mm. after regaining my memory back, uh, they moved me to the other ward. 
and then I stayed at that ward for two weeks. So um, during that two weeks, the doctor came to me. He was like, your leg is 50% that we might save it, 50% that you we might have to amputate you. Yo, did I not sure. cry? Did I not cry? I cried, but because there were some other people in the ward, I was like pretending like, like an adult person. <laughs> But I cried very yeah. badly. I cried. And then... So where was your mom then? Is she also admitted at the time? Yes, she was also admitted fighting for her own, her own life. Mm. And then... But that time we were separated. I couldn't see her. She couldn't see me. So then... um, After the doctor told me that, I, stay, I stayed in um that ward for two weeks. Mm. So then three weeks plus two weeks, it makes one month, one week. And then they took mm. me to the other ward. And then that ward, uh, they took, they only take you when they're only preparing you to go home. And mm. then from there, I learned to bath myself. And then I started seeing physio. And then uh, my leg was not that much painful. Okay. But it was badly, badly injured. So it was operation theater after two weeks or, or three weeks non-stop. Mm. So it came to a point where it started to be painful. Um, okay. I started expressing pain to a point where I was like to my heart before the doctor told mm. me. I was like, okay, it's okay. It seems like I'm going to lose this leg. I have to... To make peace with it before the doctor tell me so. So then I started going to to Google, to YouTube, to TikTok, and then make some research about people living with prosthetic, uh, I mean artificial leg. Mm. And then how are they coping and everything? How uh, is it to be an amputee? Mm. So then after two months, after three yeah. weeks, I've been in that ward, the third ward. Yeah. So now it makes two months. I was like to the doctor, now I've sure. had it enough. I'm in so much pain. Can you please amputate me? He was like, are you for real? I was like, I'm sure. Um, Before that, fast forward, Um, I was taken to this other doctor, but he was not my doctor. So my doctor had to book this other doctor for plastic surgery. Mm -hmm. So that doctor, when he took me to plastic surgery, I don't know what he, he has done there. And then he was like, to me, we have to take this other bone out of you. It means that your, your, your leg will be a little bit shorter and then the other one will be straight. And then I was like, but the infection, because it, it's badly damaged. Remember, mm. in South Africa, you have to pay for medical bills, and medical bills very are very expensive. expensive. And I can't be in and out of the hospital. Just mm. amputate me. He was like, "Are you sure?" I was like, "I'm okay." That was on the the the. I mean, the the surgery happened on Friday. My then that doctor came on Saturday, and then my doctor. The orthopedic, he came on Sunday. I was like, book me for Monday. He was like, but it's fully booked. I was like, book me for Monday. Yes, and sure. then uh, he couldn't because it was fully booked. Uh, even on Tuesday, it was fully booked. And then on Wednesday, that was on the 3rd of, of 
August. And then they came and took me to the theater. And then from there I was an amputee. So I returned home as a graduate and amputee. So sorry. It's okay. I'm so sorry. Yeah. After being amputated, I think I stayed for one week and a half. So in total, I stayed um, two weeks to, I mean two, two months. months, two weeks in hospital. So after um, during um all these things happening to me i couldn't even tell my mother because mm. she was fighting her own battle Aww. so she couldn't be emotionally there for you like, and, and you also could, there and physically me. there for you mm-hmm. even i think making the decision Sissy, to also amputate her leg she had to make it by herself exactly. and it's how hard it was yeah. like you don't have someone to comfort you through mm-hmm. this very difficult life-changing decision mm-hmm. and you know she's in the same facility but circumstances just didn't allow so um i told you that um after the accident i called my father and then mm. i think my father came this side uh, he stayed for a month and a half mm. and then um he went back home so and then um when I got amputated, my father was then at home and then mm. I told him he was the only person I told that um I'm going for this operation because yeah. um I told you remember I told you that my leg was fifty percent fifty and remember yeah. when the doctor told me that my leg is fifty percent is fifty fifty. Yes. I just asked my dad that can you please come to the hospital and sign the papers? He was like no, and then let the doctors do their job, blah, blah, mm. blah, 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 blah. And then until he went back. So then yeah. uh, when he went back home, uh, I called him. I was like, I'm going for amputation. Mm. I'm still your daughter. Yeah. I'm still the daughter that you love. There's mm-hmm. nothing that has changed. Yes. Can you please accept me Aww. as I am? And then um, I told her not to to tell my mother because my mother she's someone who's very emotional mm. and then um yeah. you know we black people we intend to have that thing i could see uh thing, you are bewitched so i didn't want miracle mm. i didn't want anybody to take their money to sangomas yes. or to prophet what I wanted was God to mm. give me strength oh, to yes. face me this situation because this sure. is my situation and mm. it's not gonna change. So that's what happened. So then after two days or three days after being amputated, oh, and then that day after being amputated, I slept well after two months as if nothing oh. happened. I slept oh. like a baby. And then the following day, I woke up. We talked in the ward. I was making noise. <laughs> and you were probably making jokes. And everyone was laughing. Yes, as if it was not Aww. me who was crying day in, day out. And then um, after two days, and then I told some of my few friends and some of my few family members. Mm-hmm. And I asked them not to tell my mother. 
So then after two weeks, uh, um, after after one week and a half of being amputated, mm. I was then mm, uh, discharged. discharged yes. So my mother doesn't know that I'm amputated. She called sure. me in the morning. I was like, I'm waiting for the doctor to come and sign mm. so that I can be discharged. And then mm. she was like, how are you? I was like, I'm even walking. Oh. <laughs> I'm even walking around. Yeah. But honestly, I've went through this all by myself. So, I don't sure. want to lie. Not that there were sure. no people that are going to support me. I, mm. I, I didn't want to bother them. I was mm. like, this is my fight. I have to fight sure. a good mm. fight. And, and I you fought, did. You and, you and fought. I fought a good fight. And we celebrate you for and that. And then thank wow. you. And then um, after being discharged, I come home, and then uh, when I was outside, my mom was like, "Baby girl," I was like, "Yeah, well, mommy." And then uh, I was using. Remember, after being discharged, I used wheelchair for a whole month. I just, mm-hmm. I, I'm just yeah. adjusting now. Okay. So then they pushed me with a wheelchair inside the house. She was like mm. surprised. Like, how come? Because you told me that oh, you were yeah. working in the yeah. room. So I was like, this is what happened. Blah, 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 blah. I couldn't take it anymore. Mm. If I've disappointed you, I'm sorry. But I was I in so much pain. I was not doing this for you, but mm. for myself. Yes. Mm. <sighs> is mommy fine now? Yes, she's fine fine but mm. you know that when you are older mm. your bones heal most low than yeah, when you still young exactly okay so she's sure. still recovering mm, mm, okay mm. after being discharged i couldn't you uh, i couldn't even go to the toilet when you are mm. all when you are at hospital uh, they use uh, this thing called back pain oh. yes yeah, so i was at bed rest i couldn't do anything i couldn't stand so at home, where am I going to to get the back pain? Hmm. So then they own. suggested I couldn't even go to the bucket. So they suggested that they must get me pampas. Imagine from graduation using pampas. Yeah, like I'm not that girl. <laughs> I think uh. I used pampas two days. I was like, no, I'm going to the bucket. The bucket was more easier because I couldn't even carry myself to the wheelchair. Sure. I have to rely on the other people to carry you. Exactly. And then I used Pampas for two days. And then from there, I adjusted uh, to a bucket. From there, I took myself to, to the toilet. I felt like, yo, wow. it was a miracle sure. going to the toilet by mm. myself without bothering anyone. It's a stepping stone. Exactly. Yeah. So then I went to, to, to I don't know. Uh, its name those doctors what mm. do, do we call them mm. and then he helped me to get this beautiful leg i'm now regaining my mobility mm. yes congratulations and, and then so the challenges that i encounter is um you know takes industry when you are using a wheelchair people want to pass people are very rude mm. Can you please remove this yeah. wheelchair? How am I going to remove the wheelchair? So there was this other day I was in a taxi. They had to swipe people. You know those things of swiping mm-hmm. people. Um, and then they took my, my, my wheelchair to the other taxi. Instead of bringing my wheelchair so that I can see. They were like, yes. I was like, 
how because i want to sit uh, into my wheelchair as if i'm i can't do anything uh, sure. by myself i found that very disrespectful is, but i also forgave him because maybe he has never been in this situation, situation before mm, and he mm, didn't know mm. better so um it doesn't need someone to take things to to their heart yeah mm. And then the other challenge I encountered was um, after being discharged, when I go to to uh, public places, I went to the nearest clinic. People were giving me like, what happened to this young girl? What happened to this young girl? But uh, the good thing is that they can come to me and ask me that what yes. happened. So, and then when I came back, I cried. I asked my mm. mother like, what's wrong with me? Why are they giving me that look? So then my mother, she was like, you don't have control on how other people look at you. Yeah. Focus yeah. on yourself, do yourself better and make yourself better. And from there, uh, even yesterday I was from the mall. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> and today you all have been through the mall. On my own. I mean, on my own. own. On my done. own. Now I go everywhere on my own. <laughs> and the stairs here at the studio... And you came up the stairs for the first for time the first since the accident. Come on, guys. You have to like... <laughs> She's unstoppable. <laughs> you know, you are that girl. Yeah, so Absolutely then, inspiring. Exactly. I told myself that nothing is ever going to stand up on my way. Nothing is ever going to stand up on my way. So and then um, to another challenge that I'm having is um, employment. Mm. So you know that other offices are like your offices. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't go because I was full time on on wheelchair. wheelchair. So they had to reject me because of that. Mm, the facilities are not wheelchair exactly. friendly. Sure. Yeah. Hopefully so, and then, she gets something after the show. I can't wait. So, and I'll so, be so very tell grateful. us again what you saw. So sell yourself. <laughs> sell yourself. <laughs> Make you yourself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have diploma in entrepreneurship. I have one year experience in administration and nice. those office work. Okay. Well, yes. there you go. You heard what she did, what she studied. Please yeah. do give her the opportunity because this is a person who has really and truly been through the most. But what I do know is that we've got viewers who are able to turn the impossible into being possible. Thank I'm you. so proud of you. I'm so proud I'm of so, you. I'm so proud. To, I'm so proud to call myself me and I and myself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Please do remember to subscribe. Let's go, guys. 200K subscribers. We are on our way there and we can do it with your help and your assistance. Please remember we are on Apple Play as well as Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> so remember to um, subscribe there and listen and share, 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 share. From myself, Innocent. Myself, Millicent. And our awesome guest, Tamulo. It's bye, bye for now. <laughs>